baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Doctor says, yes, yes, Betty, you're going to live, unfortunately. <laughs> We're going to have to put up with you. <laughs> and just a little Deborah Winger laugh there. So. You don't know who that is, I know. No, bitch. <laughs> you, do you know who Betty Davis was? Of course, those Betty Davis eyes. I oh, like the raspiness. <clears throat> Yeah. Yes, and then we got we could add a little Javi in there too. Javi, Javi. Okay, let's go, bitches. Okay, let's go. What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City, alongside my two sidekicks, co-host Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey, hey. And Steve Carpenter. Good afternoon. Good. A little under the weather there, sister. Oh, I've, I'm recovering, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little hoarse today. So please excuse me. <laughs> well, you've got a week. You've got a week to get better because this is episode ninety fucking nine. People. Ninety-nine. No, ninety-nine problems and a bitch ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you've got a week to get it together. I know. I'm fine. I'm definitely on the mend. Good. And good. we're good. I like the voice, though. I like it. As I said, it's uh, April, Wednesday, April 17th is our 100th episode, people, if you can believe it. Wow. Can you believe we've done? A, we'll be up That's, to 100. That's awesome. I know. I know. It's going to be live. It will be live on our Facebook page as well as Rebars. Mm-hmm. They're going to um, stream it live oh, on their awesome. Facebook page. Awesome. It will be live from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight time. Eastern daylight Day- time. Eastern yes. daylight time. Next Wednesday, April 17th. You can uh, go to those two Facebook pages that I just mentioned. But if you're in New York, come to Rebar. Come for the pre show. We start at 6 30. We're going to have cocktails. We're come talk- say hello. Yeah. Come say hello. We've got some special. <laughs> it's going to be a big celebration. I really want it to be fun and celebrate, yes. you know, our milestone. It's always fun. We're and there. It yes. is. And it we've is. got some great special guests, too. Absolutely. So. Part of the some of the cast from the brand new off-Broadway show Safe Word are going to be in the house yes. talking about their brand new show that just is going to open right when we do our show. And if you remember uh, what was Asher Gelman's is the writer-director, uh, it's his second play. And right. We, uh, Afterglow is the first Thank one. you. Yeah. This Afterglow is, is the first one, So, which, was, which, which ran off-Broadway. God, it was, like, it was like over a year, I think. It did it, so. They kept extending and extending, and it did really well. Safe it word really sounds well. really good and sexy because it's all about a little bit of the BDSM community. Okay. So I think he's turning up a notch, and I'm good. excited. I love that. Yep. We also have Brooklyn. We've got Lewis from BrooklynBoyKnits.com, who is kind of um, spearheading a campaign called Hat Not Hate, um, and it's a campaign about uh, people knitting blue hats. Because uh, blue represents, uh, you know, like a freedom and, a, and an anti-hate campaign. So it, and it is an anti-hate campaign. So and, timely you know, and, and using his timely skills. It's timely and he's using his skills. And, you know, also check out his his 
wares at brooklynboynets.com. He's got some great videos too of on this. He, he's great I don't to know follow if you know on Jeremy, Instagram. He's, if you watch his videos, he's knitting. He's this really cute, sexy boy. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that, but he is, and he knits on the train. So, Well, that's, that's how he kind of got started. Somebody took oh, an Instagram cool. picture of him knitting on the train, and it just kind of it caught on. And, and he's, uh, he's worked it up into something, uh, not just about him, but he's worked it up into something for the community, which, which I love. I think that's fantastic. And you love knitting, too. So, so I happen to be a <clears throat> decent knitter, yes. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> I recently, just this past weekend, went to Maplethorpe. I know I've been talking about Maplethorpe a lot. The photographer, the famous, iconic uh, 70s and 80s photographer, there was a film about him that's currently out and about. Mm-hmm. I think if you go to our, our website, you can see the how it's being laid out throughout the country. It's a really good film, but if you're coming to New York City, go to the Guggenheim, the exhibit. I went with a friend the other day. Implicit Tensions is the name of it. It's now through July 10th. Oh, did they extend it? So it's through July 10th. And then because the man, uh, the Guggenheim acquired so many of his Mm -hmm. photographs, they then pick up again July 24th through January 5th, 2020. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And honestly, I felt like the exhibit told me more about him and his life and his work, Mm -hmm. plus seeing his images up close and personal, more so than I got from the film. Right. That's cool. Well, because it is up close and personal. So, it, yeah, it does make a difference. I mean, films are great. They do tell stories. But to actually see an artist's work, you know, in person. And what really, you take from it when you're looking at it, like the visuals up close. Yes. And for people that didn't know, you know, he, he really became famous with Polaroids back in the day. He lived over here at the Chelsea Hotel, which right. is the iconic mm-hmm. Chelsea Hotel. And he really, he was known for taking the penis and African-American penis and huge penises. But it was, when you look at it, it's art. I mean, the, his, the structure, the way he composes these pictures, right. it mm-hmm. sound, I, you know, I had heard about it a lot. I'd seen maybe a picture here and there. I saw it on the movie. It's not until you are up close and personal that you realize, wow, this man was a genius for, mm-hmm. for his form of art. And so in your face, even to the end, where he was dying of uh, AIDS, and he, has a, he did a lot of self-portraits, his final portrait of himself is him staring with his piercing blue eyes, slightly gaunt, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. he's dying of AIDS, with a cane, and on the cane is this skull and he's kind of like staring you in the face. It's very it. eerie. Yeah. He was ready. He said, you know, fuck you. I'm dealing with this disease. And he worked up until the day he died. You Good. know, Good for, so I him. highly recommend Good seeing that, particularly for people coming into New York City for World Pride. You can still see it. And for uh, celebrating the uh, Stonewall. Anniversary, yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. So let's get into some. Uh, we've got some questions from people that we're going to be answering on this show. Um, thanks to all of our Patreon um, members. You can always become a member and get extra special perks. There's some that we're filming today as well as uh, I'll go into more of those. But uh, let's get into some stories. I mean, Jeremy... You recently, I think you thought you told the story on the show, and we were <laughs> we were laughing because we forget what things we talk about. I well, mean, it, this bitch says <laughs> save it for the show to everything I say. He's, he's talking to me, <laughs> um, yes, and, and it's true. We, we you know we all say we do we all do say that we say, hang save out it a for lot the show. outside of yeah yeah, and you know show. we go we go out for we drinks, really like we go to other. dinner or whatever, and it's like it's like well, did we talk about that on the show? We or do. Did we we're talk not about just working together. We actually hang out exactly exactly. We need to film more of those moments and yeah. get them on camera. But yes, we you recently went on a date with a guy that you met Ooh. through your day job. Yeah. And you don't have to tell us, you know, how you met him and all that. But somebody you didn't meet on an app? No, it was actually an app, but it, he has he works in fashion as well, but it wasn't a sex okay. app. So it was just a social media app. So it was Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't a, it wasn't like a grinder date. No, you know, no. So. Okay. And I love Jeremy so much because his mother's, you know, he can tell his mom 
and oh, share pictures we love of Jeremy's who he goes on oh, dates yeah. with. We she was Jeremy's like, his mom. mom she always loves- says she she was just laughing and making fun of me, but she thought it was really cute, and she likes the idea of mm-hmm. hearing I'm going out on. She finds it more serious because she knows it's not Grinder because she knows what Grinder is. Right. And so she goes, "Did you meet this one on Grinder?" That was the first thing she says. <laughs> when your and I'm mother like, asks you, "Did you meet and this I said, one on no, Grinder?" No, mom. Can you chill out? <laughs> And I said, uh, what was the other thing she said? And she said, you guys literally look like twin brothers. And she's like, I don't know why you're always attracted to somebody that looks similar to you or looks like they're related to you. And I just thought that was funny. And both of you were, are, are adorable. And, but it's that same beard and (laughs) gorgeous skin, great smiles. And yeah. What's it like fucking yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we haven't got there yet, uh, but we don't know that they went there yet. The date went very well. Well, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, it was a non-sexual so we kept it to date. A, we kept it to a day date, so it was like an actual a gay day. G- yes, date. gay day date. So it a was gay day date. GDD. Say that three times. Gay day date. And it was very gay, Steve Carpenter. Yes. So yeah, I heard How gay you was went it? to the meds. Yeah, oh, so it was gay. So we had talked a, a lot before the date, and then we went to the Met, and we saw some art, which was cool, and we saw different oh. exhibits together. And then we went to we walked through Central Park. Oh God, that's we, gay. We went to <laughs> Serafina for lunch. Oh, even gayer. Then we got some cookies at Levine Bakery because he loves <sighs> cookies. And then we went to Lincoln Center and ate the cookies. I'm and, feeling nauseous. Oh my God. And then we went to a gay. <laughs> yeah. For cookies in front of the fountain at Lincoln Center. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I mean, it was very romantic and it was very sweet and that's cute. Great. Yeah, that's really and, nice. and it was refreshing because I haven't been on like a real date, I feel like, in a while. And Other than a hookup. I've yeah. been on a brunch date that I, I talked about on the show that went like oh, yeah. downhill and just became a hot mess and got but, worse and worse. But this was like on the up and up. So we ended on good terms and we're still talking and planning the next one. Because he in the city, I think you told me, yeah. right? Yeah. He lives close and he works in the city sometimes, but yeah. We'll see. D- is there sexual tension? I mean... There is, but it was really... The first day was actually like a... Not pent up like crazy. You know, we all want we all want the juicy stories. So. Yeah, yeah, we do. We're it not going to get one this time. No, it no. wasn't this but time it's so around. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we'll keep us posted. Of That's course. exciting. Yeah. Um, Steve Carpenter, I know you went to the bear party. You've talked a lot about the I bear did. party here I in New did. York City, and, and, and that's not why I'm sick. So, or why I was sick. <laughs> I didn't say that. So, bitch, we know why that <laughs> throat is scratchy. Hey, tell us about it. <laughs> no, so I went to the bear party, and it was fun. I actually I ran into a friend of mine. Um, or should I say he ran into me? Um, <laughs> rammed? Multiple times. You mean rammed instead of ran? Um, no, you were telling me so, a little bit. Like, is he huge or what's the deal? Well, he's he's large on the large side, and you know, and a really nice guy, and he's just like a total top, and looks like a nonstop top, and doesn't stop. So he just yeah, he just doesn't stop, and you just have to you know. You either deal with it or you you have to you know say okay I need a break. Yeah, he's obviously so he's somebody that you've seen there several times yeah, before. Yeah, we've hooked up you several times. Obviously, have a connection, right. sexual connection. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Like, is did you see him across the room? Break it down for us. So, uh, so okay, so you know most of these parties tend to be dimly lit, shall we say? If not dark, if not darker. So yes, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I I, um, I was you know kind of wandering, and I, I saw him, and he kind of saw me, and he was playing with somebody at the time. It's like, oh, okay. And then later on... I know, you know that feeling when you've seen at those parties yeah. where you just, okay, you kind of not... And then like walk away because mm-hmm. you don't want to be all up in their business, literally. Yeah. yeah. So, and then later on... Because you know, they're was, busy? Fucking. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. No, I meant the vibe, like... That that vibe of like so they're doing their thing at the moment, but do you really feel awkward? Well, it depends oh. on it depends on what's going on. Oh, so, okay. Well, maybe you know, maybe not awkward, but maybe he doesn't want to stand there and oh, okay. look at yeah, right, because that could unless make, you're joining in, unless you're joining in, yeah. and you know, oh. so so he was oh, he was okay. kind of that's what I meant, kind of you know reclined, okay, and someone was blowing him, and um, you know, so reclined. You know, I just, <laughs> I immediately went to like this like plush I chair, know, and, like a chaise, and I know the place. <laughs> yeah, total chaise. Bitch, he's and I not know that, on that. But then I was reminded I've been to this place for mm-hmm. not for the bear party for another. They have other parties. Yeah, too, they recycle so. this space like all the time. It's yes. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they scrub it down too. Yes, I've. Yes, of course <laughs> they do. They Clorox well, that bitch. I'm not bitch. so sure. 
But <laughs> I mean, I, I immediately know there is no chases. It's like you know, vinyl, decrepit furniture. No, actually, they got some new people stuff. People so out on the street. So it's 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 totally oh, nasty. Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, who? Wa- I don't know that we would want it like all plush, like my apartment. I mean, <laughs> Ew, well, you don't want anything that's going to get all sticky. So exactly, you have to be able to clean it. Exactly. So 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 he was, you know, he was, you know, kind of, you know being done by somebody at the time. So then, you know, a little bit later, I was making out with somebody. We were standing up, and he kind of came by, and, you know, I was a hand on my ass. And, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he did mind that you were busy. <laughs> you know, I turn around, and it was him. I was like, oh, okay. So I just kind of reached back. and Let's go. Wow. But and I think it, the thing you it said it is went he's, on from there. So He's relentless, right? You have to actually tell him to stop. Yeah, you have to say, okay, I, I have to stop. You know, he's like, oh, you want to change positions? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. And then later, you want to change positions again? Uh, no, I need a break. <laughs> wow, that's a good problem to have. It is. It so, really is. And then later on, he comes back and says, you know, you, re- you know, you ready for more? It's like, uh, yeah, I am. So Wow. So, yeah, he, he made me come like four times. So Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So. And not the, the voice has nothing to do with the yeah. voice has nothing to do with that. No. <laughs> I mean, I like it if yeah, you know, the voice it works. has nothing to do with that. No, <laughs> okay, no. okay. I had bronchitis earlier this week, so nice. Yeah, so, okay. sorry about that. Yeah, which is why I can talk like Patty Davis <laughs> <laughs> after our live broadcast on Wednesday, April seventeenth. I'm going to keep plugging that into so you're sick of hearing it. I am going to San Francisco to visit family and friends, but one of them is my friend that I've spoke of on this show, and yeah, he he actually he's a fister, and I was sharing this. Uh-huh. And with Dr. Goldstein, people that don't know, you can watch episodes. Our good doctor, Dr. Goldstein, he's a proctologist, but... He is a rectal surgeon and a proctologist. Yeah. And he specializes in gay men's health. And so, yes, any of those issues, you know, of things that may not fit right or things that you want to try out, he can tell you how to make it happen. And we've... So the guy in... San Francisco, we've gotten closer to getting getting to the hand, if not uh-huh. to be too graphic. And so we were kind of chatting on text the other day and talking about how, you know, that would be nice to get to that. And mm-hmm. I found this great toy on Fort Trough that is in black and standalone. And it's essentially a fist, but it's in the shape of like, you know, when you put your... I'm I'm taking my hand. It's, and it's a collapsed hand. Collapsed hand, yes. mm-hmm. and it's black, of course, and so you can lube it up and and yep. practice. And it's a great toy. I used to have one of those. I need to order one of those to, have one to of those. get ready for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mind you, he has great hands, and they're not too big. Not- it, it really won't make that much difference, to be perfectly honest, because you probably played with dildos that are bigger. To be honest, but you know, because it's not a matter. It's really a matter of. Opening learning and relaxing. That, learning that person and fully trusting that person. That's really oh, what it's about. Absolutely. So, no, I agree. But you do need to uh, relax. Yes, you and do. Yeah. Since it is legal in California, he did mention as um, TH, what's the marijuana? THC. THC. Is that a good relaxer? Oh, for God, yes. Of it course is? it is. Yeah. And I'm saying, I can say this because it will yeah. be in California, and I'm going to ask my friend, this friend of mine, she... Of course it go, is, yes. Go to the dispensary and get some edibles. So what's the... It's, it's T... THC. THC. And what, what's different from that than, say, like when we had sativa and all that kind of stuff? Well, it's the same thing. It's similar. It's just a little bit more. The THC version of it is like more well, not sedative. T- THC but is the part of marijuana that is psychoactive. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets you high. There's also CBD, which is CBD more of a relaxant, THC. but relaxant, but it, but it's not psychoactive. So you don't get high from CBD. Generally speaking, if you smoke marijuana, you know, then you get the effects of both. Mm-hmm. So. Um, edibles sometimes they will just only ex- or like vaporizers for example you can get just the THC mm-hmm. oh, okay. and not the CBD or just the CBD so um, and what we're looking for is relaxing and the high yeah, yeah. so ac- actually if you do a nice combination of the of the two 
then you'll you'll be real happy and relaxed and yeah. Oh great. Okay. Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk hear offline your happy and screams I'll report all the way back. back. We'll, talk. we'll talk. I'll report back. <laughs> Let's on, walk. This is a, yes, all coming up. Um, I kind of wanted to focus on episode ninety nine a little bit on one of our Patreon lovely members who John from Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you so much, John, from Thank Phoenix, you. Arizona. Um, we just were going to go with some of your questions. He's a Patreon member for, for us. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex to go to see all the perks. He asked some questions, and, and I wanted to kind of go through some of these. They were directed at uh-huh. us. He's, the first one, he goes, uh, number one, what are the longest relationships you, Carpenter, and Jeremy have been in? And did you guys give yourself some time after breaking up before trying to date again? I guess I can start with myself. The longest I've been in is about five years or so. And it was with the guy that I started with in San Francisco. But it was me transferring to L.A. And he was still staying in San Francisco to be an, I was going to L.A. to be an actor. Mm-hmm. He stayed behind and the funny thing is, he's an actor now, like a working actor. I know, that's <laughs> funny. That, <laughs> I know, it's so cool. And it I, worked out that way. And I was all dramatic, like, I'm leaving for L.A. because I need to get my career going. And, yeah, and of course yeah, you are. We're still close, and I love it. He's a working actor, actually, now in we L.A. We love him. We do. But, we love her. Um, during Let that, me cough on you, sweetie. <laughs> exactly. He'll know what that means. Oh, God, he's a germaphobe. During that transition time... You know, I'm trying to make new friends, yeah. and he would come in, and I was sort of kind of a bitch and a brat. Of course, he was. He wasn't fitting into what's my changed? new. I was going to say, <laughs> what's, what's this past? No, no, stuff? no, no. And I do remember I had, um, you know, it just wasn't working out. And I think I told the story. I'll tell it briefly. I think I told it in our dirt, dark and dirty after show. Um, so you get a little piece of. Best, what was that thing we did, Carpenter? It was like best fuck buddies. Yeah, you and I did best fuck buddies stories. Yes, yes, yes. And it was in that transition where I was kind of breaking up with this long, my longest term relationship. I Mm -hmm. was sleeping on my friend's couch, and my friend would go to work as well as his roommate would go to work. And the story goes is I was sitting, you know, reading manuals about L.A., reading, you know, maps. This is when you still I forget what that book was called. It's like a book of maps on L.A. This is before cell phones. Mm -hmm. 1998. Guide to famous Hollywood homes. No. no. (laughs) And, And studying, you know, acting class shit. And I'll never forget this huge six foot four guy came into the room. And I said, who are you? He's like, oh, it was my friend's roommate's friend. And he said, oh, I came in to use the computer. And I'll never forget, I was sitting on the couch looking up. And there was a mirror that was facing me that was also pointing into the bedroom. Uh And I just happened to look up and he was staring at me. I could see him staring at me. And he ended up getting up and I was nervous. And he went to get a drink of water, but he was in his underwear. And then... You know, he comes oh, back. Oh, God, we already know how this goes. <laughs> this reminds me this of my like first a, time, that book I was talking about I read when like I was a younger. Porn film. You Only know? real life. Yes, but real. And those are up, all real, actually, those We stories. ended up being fuck buddies for, you know, Okay, so anyways, he later. went to get the water. He was in the underwear, and... He came back, and I was nervous, all, like, shaking, and then he... And drooling he, at the same time. Kind of, Yeah. <laughs> But so panicked, and then I think he just, I grabbed his dick. Of course. And then we, like, cut it off there, and mm-hmm. then we agreed the next day he would come over, and I think he came over earlier than he said he was. I was in my friend's shower, mm-hmm. and they had that kind of apartment where you walk in, and there's one bedroom on one side, mm-hmm. a living room, and then on the other side. I love those kind of apartments. Mm-hmm. So where they're really separate. Yeah. Separate, right. Perfect roommate apartments. Exactly. So, But I was in the shower getting cleansed and he must have been early and it was so psycho the movie like i he and he was six <laughs> foot four and i was ah, like practically screaming oh, because God. he came in too early and he, so i got dramatic. out of the shower i barely was towel drying myself and he just picked me up and i wrapped my like legs around him and he walked me to his friend's bed where he proceeded to you know fuck me fuck your brains out yeah and we kind of carried that on as you're rolling your eyes over there <laughs> For years after, and I looked him up recently, 
and yeah, he. It, it was in there. He still remembers, but yeah, that Juicy. was my kind of... Do you have any, like, breakup... Juicy. Um, what was the question? In there? What was the <laughs> long- <laughs> She got What's so What's your longest tracked. relationship, Carpenter? Um, it was between two and three weeks. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. Um, I, well, I've had a couple of relationships, but I don't know. Relationships, and I don't really... Work very well, but um, that's not the question. I was What's with, the one? Uh, probably, Thank you. I was. It was uh, what about three years? Okay. Okay. About three years. Um, and yeah, it was about three years. And then, yes, did I give it some time? I gave it about twenty years. <laughs> after, <laughs> after, they really was, aren't for you. It was. It was really devastating for me. So oh. I just, you know. Um, so no, I didn't. Um, you know, I kind of avoided it. I've had a couple of relationships. Since then, I had a relationship a few years back that my friend referred to him as the black hole of emotional need, Ooh. Uh, which was true. Oh, um, sweet guy, but you know he just you know he, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I always tend to attract that bird with a broken wing type thing, and and then so, but I've kind of learned so, so. Um, but yeah, there's been a few a, a few here and there, but I I just yeah. I kind of avoid it lately. <laughs> uh, you have a Sunday husband, which it's well, it's a different I, I thing. Well, I call him the Sunday husband. He's you know he's just somebody I, ho- I hook up with basically. Right, so. right. All right, all right, Jeremy. Mine has been, I think, maybe like almost two years. Yeah, the one guy oh, that I right. was dating. Yeah, that was the most serious I've had since I moved to New York. Actually, so I've been in New York. I think for. Around eight or nine years now. And I remember and you did a ringer <laughs> on you, too, and you weren't so quick to want to no. jump into anything. Oh, even sex, I think. That was not pretty. Not even sex, right? No, no. You, he did kind of a number. I mean, I remember, and yeah. I, I would be in the same boat. Yeah. yeah. Love test that to you. Yeah. Love test that to you. Were you not even interested? I was just, like, uh, really devastated, too, and I haven't dated since, actually. And that was, like, I want to say three, three years ago, probably. And... Uh, yeah, well, you dated, but you have yeah. I I've dated boyfriend. like casually, but I haven't had anything serious since then. But I also have trust issues, so I think that uh, jumping into anything for anyone is never really good. Just because no. I feel like I agree. if those people fall for you, that you jump into something with quickly, then you kind of fuck them over if you aren't really emotionally available. Right. So in that right. sense, I feel like if you're not emotionally available, then it's not fair to that other person. So like what I think does help a little bit is like fucking your brains out after something like that really is devastating. Like you said, Carpenter, mm-hmm. or you're just really like down and out with a certain uh, partner that it ends. I think like just spend being, time with yeah, your friends, spend time with your, friends, spend yeah. time with your family your and fuck your brains out. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and you need to give yourself, you know, if you've broken up with somebody, you need a considerable amount of time yeah. to get past that. And to you learn know? what you, what you want going forward. So maybe right. that is a stepping stone that helps teach you what it is exactly that you don't want. Right. Well, and you know, uh, like, and also for people that, you know, have lost a husband, you know, lost a lover, you know, um, that they, you know, not a breakup, but they lost mm-hmm. them to, to a sickness or whatever. You need a good year for every 10 years you were together, mm-hmm. you know. Loss is loss, and we all loss grieve, is loss. And, and we and, all yeah. handle things differently. But, yeah, so, and everyone's going to handle it differently. Mm-hmm. But right. But you figure, figure a good year for every 10 years you've been together. Wow. You know, like I mean, lot. seriously, I mean, that's, that's what the human mind needs. That's what the, emotionally what you need. And you just kind of, what if you're together like 50 years? Well, then it, it's going to take you a while. It's going to take the a thing is that's complicated about any relationship can, ending is you do want, you do want to start the mending process. So it right. does help to meet other people as yes. well. So that's the part that's complicated because right. you want to be, you want to be around new people and new men or new whoever and they help that process. So, and you know, honesty is always really good. Yeah. I mean, I know being upfront about not to talk about my it, sister too much, but she does sometimes say, you know, she's upfront with like, listen, I just want to date yeah. and, and and spend time with somebody. It mm-hmm. doesn't nothing as long wrong as with you that know that. Yeah, this is where I'm at. Yeah, don't expect too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and keep in mind too. I mean, if you are getting into a relationship and you're not ready for it yet, you're giving somebody you know 
that you care about some you know a broken person yeah you know, you're not completely fixed yet so so you have to you know you don't want to inflict that on somebody it's else helpful either. to be honest with yeah just the be, three on, of be us. honest with yourself first mm-hmm. the three of us have a mutual friend who was just here in town that we yeah. were hanging out with that worries about us because he thinks that like we're not just us three, but a lot of our friends don't mm-hmm. seem to be in a relationship right now. And he's like, what is it with all of you guys? And, and I'm like, I don't know. The best part is we're not worried. We're not worried. We're not worried. But, no. you know, but this is a guy who, you know, he, he, met, he met his partner um, on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And on, on Sunday, he gave him, you know. A- Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, uh, an heirloom ring uh, that was, you know, in his family, oh, wow. and, and his partner wore it for forty-five years. Right. You know, oh, uh, that's beautiful. A beautiful love so story. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a beautiful love story, you know. But yes, yeah, so but now he's yeah he's it's funny because he's very concerned about us. You know exactly. <laughs> We're not concerned about us. That's the best part. Getting back to your questions, number two, because of the availability of prep, it seems men are less likely to use condoms when hooking up. He he goes on to say that we've touched about this topic, which we have several times in several podcasts. Um, I've noticed in a couple of bars here, meaning Phoenix, that they no longer offer free condoms to their patrons. Is there complain? What's that? Complain. Complain. Is there a shift going on with HIV awareness uh, outfits where they're shifting their funds from providing condoms to the community to more awareness of PrEP and HIV testing. There seems to be a complacency with HIV now going on in the gay community, never mind the apparent ignoring of the STIs out there. You know, re- reach out to your local AIDS prevention group, AIDS prevention organization, and ask them. Mm-hmm. Ask them what the issue is. I agree is. with his comment, though, because I feel like yeah. I've seen it as well. It's not only where he is, but even here being in New York, I've seen bars not provide that anymore. And it is questionable. I've never t- taken the time to like sit back and really uh, delve into the reasoning as to well, why. But when you, when he brings up the point, it does seem like that's, and that's I think probably you're right. the and effort. And it's no secret that prep is being pushed not only by yeah. every yes of course organization out it's, there it's it's helpful and mm-hmm. and but it's we not ta- the end all beat all it mm-hmm. is not but at least speaking for new york city most of the free condoms don't come from the bars they actually come from i forget uh, if you look at Condoms here in New York City. Um, it's an organization. What is it yeah, I gay, can't... Men's, gay men's health crisis used to do it. Okay, but there's yeah. one it's, condom. It's the NYC one. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah the NYC Those condoms are from Callum Lord, yeah. which is a right. popular yeah. um, Lord. Um, federally funded. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's, or, it's um, a it's a health center, and they're distributed to the public gay. health center. But when Callum Lord, for example, just to use a little logic here, mm-hmm. when they're Emphasis is on PrEP and stopping the rate of infection of HIV. Mm-hmm. If they're the ones that are responsible f- for giving out these free condoms, and and New York, um, the city right. of New York, is 
that would make sense, right? Yeah. Because there's more of an emphasis to get people on prep. Yeah. And I think that's why it's not necessarily the bars, correct? It's no, it's not the bars. The bars mm. allow them yeah. to distribute. Yeah, the bars aren't necessarily the going... The bars receive it. As right. So logically speaking, you know, I'm sure all these organizations across the country mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. the past have gone and, and got free condoms yeah. state by state. And when we've been, when HIV prevention was a biggie, they would give them to the bars and the bar owners would, of course, put them out. But when there is such an emphasis to get everybody on prep, uh, it would make sense that then these organizations like a Callum Lord and so forth aren't aren't necessarily, maybe that's not their current focus right now. I mean, right. Right. But, you know, again, too, I mean, uh, if, you know, I, I don't know why. I know people would stop distributing condoms, you know, especially when these organizations exactly. I mean, they're the organizations are you know about prevention and so, with the use of condoms on top of prep yes. is everything that condoms we've reported with on. Prep is the safest, yeah, that's because it also prevents other STIs, yeah, exactly. So it could just be a focus, you know, but you know, find out, call the organization and find out, say, is yeah. there a lag in this? Maybe it's a lag in funding. Maybe you can do a fundraiser for them. Maybe you can. You can always ask. They can yeah, ask these, us to the, us to help them and do a fundraiser. You know, whatever. You know, just. But we've also talked a lot about on this show where people are, are on prep and not adhering to the guidelines that were recommended for prep. Meaning to be on it in general. Yeah. In general, the way it was recommended, and we know this, Jeremy, because when we talked to the doctor at Columbia mm-hmm. University. Mm-hmm. You've said this a million times, but the general way it was intended to be administered was in conjunction with condom usage. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm talking about PrEP. Yeah. And when, but it would also make sense because we've talked about it on the show that people aren't adhering to that. People are yeah. using PrEP and not using condoms. Also, when, so, that, when that doctor described it, oh, sorry, go ahead. Just my last point that maybe... You know, every time they come by these bars, maybe they're, you know, the bar owners perhaps are saying, well, you know, all of our, most of our clientele's on prep and they're not yeah. grabbing the condoms. So, you know, it's a... Well, that's a possibility as well. That is. You know, the people only take what you need and use and I yeah. always grab them, but I know if people aren't taking them, then why are they going to continue to distribute? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. yeah. It's supply and demand. Yeah. But you can also go to any of these organizations and they'll give them out for free. I, of course. In general, I know that's the case. Yeah, and right. always, I always, literally, I always go out because I, I always, I have this drawer and I grab all those free ones and I just stuff with my lip balm <laughs> and my wallet and... Only the gold ones, and I bitches. And I put the gold ones in there and I put those little <laughs> packets of lube, which yeah. those, whenever I see those little packets of lube, I'm like a hoarder and like, you know... Grabbing oh, Swiss them. Navy and yes, Astro Glide and so all that stuff. So always bring your own, too. It's like, like a to-go cup, you know? It, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's our thoughts on that. Um, number three, he asked, um, so he, in re- regard to married men, why, and he, I'm assuming he's talking about heterosexual married men, mm-hmm. why in this modern day age um, are men out there why do they still feel the need to get married to a woman, have kids, and hook up with men on the side? Uh, he, he writes, I'm still amazed at the number of married men I meet, some in their 30s and 40s, who feel pressured by family and or society to get married and have a family. Wow, that's a loaded question. I don't know that we have the answer well, to it, but I mean, we, we're going to direct it at you, Jeremy. <laughs> we could do a whole week on that Thanks, alone. Thanks, so. I'm drinking your champagne. That's I know, why he's, good. There was dead air. Because so uh, I would say... He he pretty much at the end of it stated what the reasoning is. I mean, some everybody has their different life of what they grow up in and what their family tradition is and all of that. And I believe that with certain men, that plays the impact of for the rest of their life that that's what they end up choosing. And maybe in we we would consider like openly gay men would consider that settling. But for them, they don't feel the need to be with a gay man or for a long-term right. thing. They don't mind having well, it on the side. And then I also believe that a lot of times with them, there's a part of the chase that they love. I mean, at least some of the ones that I've been with, they live a straight life, they have kids and things, but there is a part of the the whole thing 
that they enjoy that chase or right. that like deceitful, not deceitful, but just like the shady part of the sexy, like sure. sneaking around part of the whole right. thing. So, right. and I'm not saying that that's an excuse because it's definitely not. Is, where is this John meeting these people that he's finding these married men? Is it on the apps? Is it in It's bars? anywhere. I mean, you're going to meet them anywhere. They could be them anywhere. I've out, met them at a gay bar you know, before. I, 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 know, I know several married men mm-hmm. or men who have been married and then gave it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I think there are a lot of men that, you know, that are bisexual and or very, you know, in variations of bisexuality. They may like women more than men, but they still mm-hmm. like to play around on the side. That's a whole different topic, or, though. That's a whole different topic. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, men men are very multisexual, mm-hmm. just in general. That we're, we're designed that way. It sounds like he's so, insinuating or leading to men that are on, the, you know, on the down low right. that he's meeting. And I would imagine it would be men that he's meeting on the apps, perhaps, mm-hmm. But if you're meeting somebody on the apps, isn't that just sex and well, yeah, but who you know, cares? Keep, I mean, you know, we, we live in New York City and we live in a bubble. You know, yeah. we live in a bubble and shaped there like are an a, apple. Shaped <laughs> like an apple, exactly. But there are a lot of men out there who, you know, don't they're not out to their families. Yeah. You know, they do feel that guilt from yeah. their parents saying, When are you gonna settle down? And it's when never am I gonna, gonna go a, away? When am I gonna have a grandchild? You know, your brother the priest. You know, yeah. it's never going to give us a child. So therefore, it's your duty. You know, all of that stuff, it weighs very heavily on people. And, sure, and, and but it's what you got to, but, it, you know. You have to be who you are. Yes, but some people it's don't. It's not going to ever happen for some, some people. Some people don't right. come, pa- come up to that. But you can still have, it's 2019, you can still <clears throat> be gay, have a kid on your own. You can, but that's easier said than done. It's 2019 here. It's easier said than done. Other too. places of the country, it, it feels is, more yeah. like in 1960. John, I don't know about that one. Yeah, so I mean, we're and we don't yeah. have any finite answers because it's so yeah. open ended. It's right. like, yes. a, but but yeah, I mean, and then if, 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 if find find somebody who some, find somebody who knows who they are and believes in who they are, you know, yeah. and go with them. <laughs> right. We'll have to ask John a little bit more if he's annoyed or just. Uh, perplexed mm-hmm. um, if it's affecting his dating life. Um, but going on to number four, um, dating, he wants to know about our dating horse horror stories. Horror stories. Horror oh stories. He thinks that the, the three horrors. of us have some great ones to share. Um, I'm trying to, I mean, we've talked. Uh, um, I mean, I have that bathroom one where I left. Like uh, in mid date. Share it again because I don't. Uh, so I went on a terrible date where the and it's probably it's awful of me too. But uh, I went on a terrible date oh. that was really awkward, went horrible from the beginning, and I just said I'm stepping to go to the bathroom and I left, and I was just <laughs> never saw the person again and told them I would be right back and never Kinda came one back. Of those. One of so, those, excuse me, I have to go feed my cat. Exactly. You know? But I didn't say that. I wow, just said, so I'll be right back. Of you. I just really, it was a bad vibe. The guy was not only boring me, but kind of like rude and snark. And we this were is, at, You were younger too. You yeah, wouldn't do this today. I, no, I wouldn't do it today. I was definitely, I think I was like 19 or 20. Okay. And uh, you get a pass. And I just wasn't feeling it. And we went to the steakhouse in the city and I was just over it. Like I was, I felt I was bored and I didn't want to be there. And so I just decided, fuck this and I'm leaving. And I didn't say it that way. I just said, Oh, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. All cutesy. And then I just left. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that was terrible of me and I wouldn't, me now would not do that. But also me now would like be more upfront about if I don't like something or like, if I felt uncomfortable, you would know. Then I would suppress it and be like, oh, I'm just going to go pee and just like pussyfoot around the fact that right. I wasn't mm-hmm. enjoying it. So Mine have to do with when I was younger as well. I think we're still figuring out who we are. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a lot of these guys that take advantage of our youth mm-hmm. because my two stories were both with guys that were slightly older than me mm-hmm. and perhaps took advantage of my naivete. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of one where I may have talked about it on the show. I drove to pick him up and he was like this European bougie guy. And I'll never forget. I show up 
to it was in San Francisco and somehow you could drive into this driveway of his building and I'm driving up in my Toyota pickup truck mm-hmm. <laughs> with the O How missing in the you? back. I don't know. Like, <laughs> my father let me use it and I'm going to pick him up and he's coming down the stairs and he had like this fashion outfit on and he's carrying like this Dixie cup. Uh, and I'm like, what a is he Dixie carrying? Cup? Oh, you like, a red solo cup? Like a- no, not even that. It was just like a, a plastic little cup. And I'm thinking, what is it? He had like wine in there. Ew. And we were going out, and that should have been sign number yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Hello. And then afterwards, <laughs> he tried. He tried to give me some like you know labeled fashion clothes, and was trying to oh, you know, bitch. And he ended up like was crazy. Like I mean, <laughs> crazy. At one point, I felt trapped. In his apartment. Hey, oh God, they love and that. I couldn't get rid of him. That's it, always the vibe. It got of like, really like oh God. I had to get people. I mean, I won't even go into. I think I talked about it on an early episode. It was dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there you got to tell your friends like I'm missing absolutely, already. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, oh, there was God. another one that was also. Oh, there was another guy that I dated in when I lived in L.A. He lived in Glendale. He was a little bit older, and I was reminded of him the other day because our friend was in town, and he went to the Frick. And mm-hmm. this guy was a big, you know, museum guy and loved museums mm-hmm. and the knew Frick every a museum, museum in, in New York. Yeah, <laughs> and he was constantly feeling. I felt like he was always like trying to educate me. Oh and the Lord, the sex was okay. He had like this huge dick, and that part I think intrigued me. But he was always of like course. I felt like I was always like a protege, and he was always teaching me. Oh, I hate about. Edu- uh, I about, like education, but I don't want to be taught and, and all no. the time. So no. yeah, so I mean. I always felt like he was trying to teach me life and mm-hmm. culture. And I i wasn't like, you know, you're, you're born not, in Tijuana. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had some. I did and go we love Tijuana. I went to school here. I, we loved Tijuana. Yes. Well, I don't really love it, actually. Sorry. <laughs> and, and the thing is... <laughs> It's like I always felt like I was in class with him, and it was just silly yeah, and I don't dumb. Like, but no, they I love shit like that. I yeah. hate that. Yeah, and the, the sex wasn't worth, you know, dating him. All these history lessons. No, and finally, <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck off!" Like I can't yeah. handle this anymore. And just yeah, he and he was like devastated over this, and I'm like, I don't know that we really were compatible. It was more you talking to me. And it's funny nowadays that you think about uh, with now that technology has been involved so much, mm-hmm. like right. we can easily block someone and then just oh, yeah. they'd never know anything about us. But not it's actually 90s, but it's actually funny because back then and mm-hmm. not even that long ago, you didn't even need to block them. You could just easily never see them again. Well, yes, I had a but pager. it's a matter of whether or not you gave them your number. Exactly. And I had your a pager. unlisted number. Exactly. You know, and yes. they blew up my pager. pager. Beeper, those, those right. beeper yeah, things. Yeah, it's called a pager. And, or a beeper, yeah. Beeper, pager, yes. Yeah, or you had roommates, and they would blow up, like, the the voicemail. Like, oh, yeah. I had two roommates. Oh, three of us in the group, right. the phone that was yes. at the... You had one, so, one phone for the house. Yes. And it was embarrassing because, you know, creepy guy would be <laughs> calling hear and blowing shit. up that. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, like, Steve, you got four guys from Creepy Guy today. And the voicemails were out loud, yes. too. Yeah, which horribly. creepy guy is it? <laughs> I mean, it was horrible. That's I don't know how much. we did it. I really don't oh, know how God. we did it. it was and what about you, Carpenter? I've got two that were just really awful. I mean, one was a guy I really liked, and I invited him over to dinner, and I cooked. Um, I mean, I went all out with her cooking and just, you know, and, and girl, I can cook. Oh, this one can really cook. Can, I mean, you his, can cook. And can his cook. desserts. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I made homemade jelly donuts. Oh, oh my you know, God. For How wow. the heck do you even make that? And this guy just was completely clueless that I was into him. Oh. You know. I mean, I would have easily known just by clueless. the donuts. I mean, hello. You know, I mean, I invited <laughs> him over to dinner. So finally, it's like I drove him home. Oh, I actually Lord. had to go pick him up and drive him home. Oh, no. And I'm driving him home. And then he realizes, oh, oh. And then, you know, at this point, I'm over it. I'm just like, yeah. he says, well, you know, why don't you come in? I said, no. Then <laughs> 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 another time, the worst dates ever are the ones that your friends set you up on. Oh, Why are you looking Lord. at me? Like, did I set you up no, on? Okay, good. I'm not. No. <laughs> no, I'm like, God, this what was did a I long do? time ago. It's like, oh, you know, oh, uh, we, you know, go out with this guy, go with this guy. And I knew who the guy was. That mm-hmm. never works. So we went out and we, you know, we go to dinner and, you know, the salad comes and we have our salad. And then he reaches over the table and he says, 
I love you. I have been oh, in love with you no. for so long. Wait, what? I just want to jump all over you. Yeah. Ew. And I'm and I'm I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Check. So yeah, exactly. Wow. And he's like freaking out. He's, I want to make love to you. I want to just and I Ew. yeah. It was like there wasn't enough wine or cocktails. That, to, it's like the perfect, I'm outie. That's you the know? perfect time <laughs> to do what Jeremy did. Yeah, and totally. Went to the restroom and you know. <laughs> Well, but he was already—he was already, you know, professing his love to me at this oh, point. Oh God! I mean, and I had no idea that he felt this way, you know. And my friends set it up because they thought, "Oh, this will be cute." This yeah, will, you know, this people will be out sweet. there don't don't set your friends don't up. set your friends it, up with stuff like that. It's never a good idea. No, um, I, I remember no. when people used to set me up like. Back in the day, Ugh. and they just set you up because you were both gay, and it's like, no, bitch, this yeah, right. does not work. Like exactly, they don't really do any service to anybody, no. and in fact, they're not really looking at your personality. No, mom, not a good matchmaker. Like. It's just like, oh, you're both gay and you're both cute, so this works. Or just favor. something stupid. It's really about them. Yeah, if you exactly. notice, it, it's it about is. them. It is it's always about, about them. Yeah, yeah, so keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Let us do our own Keep thing. It to yeah. Thank you, John from Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you, John. You provided a lot of content for the show today. Uh, you can become a member too, mm-hmm. like John, and go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. This week, um, a lot of perks are being sent out to everybody. I'm really excited about them, including me being flogged, which I talked about before, and I've just been editing it because there's so much to it. Uh, and I will get that out to all of you, as well as some other perks. And some of the some some of the memberships are as little as a cup of Starbucks. <laughs> These days, you're right. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, at Ricky Rice uh, writes to us. He says, "Hey, I have something for your show about bullying going on in the DC gay community. There's a bar called Rock and Roll Hotel. Okay, they have a happy hour there, and it's a." group of closed-minded, this is him speaking people, a group of closed-minded bears who discriminate on you if you're not bare, in, quote, bare enough, or if you are clean-shaven in the face. Several of my friends, he writes, have gone and been told they, they have to gain weight if they want to have sex with the guys they flirt with. I don't know if this goes on in New York City, but it's a thing in D.C. Shaming guys because they don't have a beard or because they're not a bear. I'd like to hear what we think about that. Okay. Um, I have something to say. So as a bear person myself, um, I am not a petite person. I have been teased endlessly from the time I was a child for being big. And I have a feeling that this is probably just the pendulum swinging a little too far in the other direction. You know, you get into a, a situation where you are with like-minded folks, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, well, no, now we're going to reject everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it, I understand, but you know, rejecting, you know, being being rude to people and telling people how they have to look and how they have to act. You know, what kind of facial hair they have to have. I'm sorry, that's just not acceptable. You know, people are who they are, and if you don't like it, you don't have to. You don't have to participate. You don't have to play with them. You don't have to date them. You don't have to do any of that. You know, people are who they are. Accept them for who they are, what they look like. If you don't want to sleep with them, then don't sleep with them. If you want to sleep with them, make sure you tell them. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I love what you have to say. You're, I think it's right. It's a pendulum. It happens all the time in society. It yeah. does. Um, and, and, and gay men especially. In every direction. Gay, I mean, gay men have been persecuted for so long. You know, still in, in are. high school. Still are. In but high school. And then you find a group of people that, you know, that are like-minded. And then what do you do? You go and you do the same thing. Yeah. To some, in the opposite to direction. You ostracize, in, exactly. ostracize because the opposite. Because they're not muscular. Because they yeah. don't have a beard. Because... They don't weigh enough. They weigh too much. They whatever. I'd like you know? to think that New York, I, we haven't experienced a lot of that. We've been talking a lot about. I was talking about the naked party. Uh, mm-hmm. right. There's Mr. Rock Bear Corey Harmon, who's been on our show, mm-hmm. who really talks so much about inclusiveness mm-hmm. versus exactly. exclusiveness. But you know, I'm sure there are examples of that going on. We had Corey Harmon's. Um, fiance Ted Bishop, DJ Ted Bishop on the show. You can look back at one of our episodes. I'm not sure the episode, but he was addressing the same uh, thing that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And 
they ended up putting together a current calendar that's out, 2019 monthly ca- calendar called Title Holders and Tiaras. And the whole <laughs> calendar is filled with bears. And it was essentially the this. same thing that we're addressing here, yeah. that somebody went up to one a, a bear and uh, I think it was a bear that had taken a picture of himself uh, for like an upcoming campaign and yeah. maybe had um, heels on and he got so much flack on social media for not for being too feminine looking yeah and for sporting his femininity but we that, were t- but that may be who he is but know? it was just a fun expression exactly. master Joshua we was I was just talking on last week's episode about he's mis- master Joshua many of you all know is the epitome of the BDSM our leader that we all look up to mm-hmm. in so many ways, shapes, and form. He is exploring. He talks a lot about it on episode ninety-seven about his um, exploring his femininity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he and every doing, time I see him, he has doing nail polish drag on and, and all kinds eyeliner, of things. And, yeah, and he's not doing it as a one-off. He's actually exploring it. And he really yeah. is embracing this side of himself. I think it's dangerous, and uh, we walk a thin line when we start critiquing. And telling people you're not this enough, mm-hmm. you're not. I think it is whatever. as well. And it's, we and walk a very it's, scary it, it, line it, when we start doing it's, it's that. It's part of the. It's part of our social makeup as humans, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, but what you have to learn is that you're okay. You are just fine, just the way you are. Mm-hmm. I am okay, just the way I am. You need to accept me for who I am, just as much as I need to accept you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. So and start with that basis. And you will and stand have some, up to some of these people. And stand up to some of these people. You know, put out a cal- you don't have to put out a calendar like they did, but you can no. certainly. I mean, but look at the three of us. I mean, the three of us could not be more different. Right. right. You know, I, I mean, I am I am white waspy. I'm the I'm the old fart of the group. Are you, you sweetie? <laughs> yes. Can't you tell? <laughs> we are very different. We, we're I, all very different, and it's just, and yet we're good friends. We all get along. Mm-hmm. You know, the age range between us is, is doesn't make any big. difference, really. I mean, we exactly. have a lot of fun with everything exactly. we do, and it's right. not like a because we aren't looking at numbers. It's a judgment free zone sizes. too, which is which is helpful. It's judgment free, so there's not any like. It's unfortunate. Uh, I think it's such a good point, though. You raise about the pendulum swinging yeah. the other direction. Because for so long it was such the Adonis body, right? Washboard abs, of course, that's still prevalent. We, you know, and we like that too. Mm-hmm. It's been I mean, wonderful. I, yeah, that I mean, there's the nothing wrong with a cute boy that you can wash your nylons on. There's so many examples. I think furball is happening. Uh, right. When this comes out, it will have happened uh, last this past weekend. There's so many examples of bear communities, but. To this person's point, it's unfortunate when it swings so far that, yeah. you know, then they're being exclusive to what you need to then look like. Well, right. if it were me, I mean, I can't for the life of me grow a full beard. I just, I can't. Yeah. Well, I, can't and, I can't either. <laughs> I mean, so I therefore mean, Jeremy can I grow one in 10 minutes, but, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, it just reminds me of <laughs> this five o'clock shadow We just got to watch that, I think, a little bit. But to your point, we got to stand up to them, too. Yeah. Maybe it's not put out a calendar and say, no, you know, but, but you it's know what? Just, just, just stand up and say, you know, check yourself, girl. Yeah, absolutely. And, but make sure when you say check yourself that you've checked yourself first. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, guys. This has been awesome. It was a show about us. And Definitely. it's episode 99. I think 99 and 100 99. is right around the corner. I'm absolutely. so excited. I can't we, believe it. People, well, um, we really are excited and we love all your support. It means the world to it us. It really does. For supporting us for, uh, you know, when we get there, 100 episodes. We'll continue going beyond that. But it's a monumental and moment. Our, our mm-hmm. download count is up. So you guys are Absolutely. telling your friends about us and it's helping and we appreciate it a it's lot. It's a big deal. You're supporting it's us on deal. Patreon. We really are happy. Expect a lot of surprises and fun celebrations on our live episode, which is Wednesday, April 17th. It's a Wednesday. If you are in New York City, go to Rebar. It's in Chelsea. We will greet you. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fun drinks. us all in person. Special guests. It starts at 6.30. We go live at 8 p.m. from 8 to 9. But... Please join us online. We are going to be live from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, Eastern, Eastern Daylight Time. 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time mm-hmm. on our Facebook, Facebook. And Rebars as well. And yep. Facebook.com Facebook. forward slash tags podcast. 
You can go to Rebar Chelsea on Facebook, and we will be live there too, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, comment, say hi to us, congratulate us, or ask questions, and we will get to those. Um, or just come say hi. You know, yeah. we, we like meeting people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we love to meet people who you know we frequently people say, "Oh my God, I I heard your podcast. I really love this story." And blah blah blah. And we we love that. We hear you. Thanks so. so much, and we'll see you on our live podcast. In the meantime, guys, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.